here on Love 860. And if you wish to help support the broadcast, please mail a small donation to P.O. Box 115598, Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. That's P.O. Box 115598, Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. And as always, Mother Regina Richmond thanks you in advance. Hey, check this out. Is this thing on? You ever get tired of riding through the city and all of a sudden this happens? Look, it's a simple and easy quick fix. Go to your Google App Store or your Apple App Store and download the Love 860 app. The Love 860 app is the home of Atlanta's inspirational talk radio. Listen to all of your favorite inspirational talk shows that you cannot miss even if you're out of town. You can listen to shows, get special offers, enter contests, and so much more. Make sure that you go and download the Love 860 app today. Eight sixty AM W A E C Atlanta. The following program is paid for by James Ware. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group. This is not a time to get distracted. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. Your destiny God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing. We honor you allowing us to be able to speak a word to your peoples, God, and to those that will be your peoples. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for this opportunity, God, that you would allow me to decrease and you increase in my life, that I speak that Nothing of myself, but I speak that which you would have me to say. And I praise you. I honor you in Jesus, the Christ's sake. I, amen, and amen. Excuse me. We thank the Lord for this day. Yes, we do. For this is the day that he has made, and I'm rejoicing and being glad in it. Amen. I'm being glad in it because of the fact that he's given me another day 
to tell somebody that it's a better way. Amen. It's a better way. I was, uh, when I came to town today, I seen that uh, the cops was going every which way and come to find out someone got shot and killed, the other one got shot and and this and that. And I said, I pray that they were, I don't know what they were doing. They said it was a drive-by whatever. But I said, I pray that they was prepared to meet God. Amen. Because it's an awful thing, you know, once you leave this life and you haven't prepared to meet God. Now, we can talk about this person or that person. We can talk about what they believe and what this believe and all that stuff. That's what it'll be, that stuff. But if that person have not surrendered Christ, surrendered their life to Christ, and made Christ Lord of their life, it's going to be an awful thing. Because, you know, it ain't going to be getting ready. And, and to those of you that hear me today, you got to thank God that you have a time, you have a day that you can say, I can make myself, get myself prepared to meet the Lord. Amen. You can be prepared to meet the Lord. And the reason that you can do that is because the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this is judgment. And a lot of us, we don't understand that, We knowing that we all going to stand before a judge one day, a righteous judge. And we're going to be judged according to that which was written in the book of life. Amen. And he ain't going to get James Ware mixed up with James Ware. No, 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 no. He's going to get the right James Ware. In other words, if, if James Ware, I'm saying, no, Lord, you must got the wrong book. I didn't do this. I, no, I had an angel to write what he uh, uh, saw that was going on with you. You say, oh, no, no, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. Well, you know, it was a book, a little old track, chick track, uh, called This Was Your Life. And that's what it was about. It would show how that the Lord would uh, allow certain things to be uh, and bring it back to your remember because it does say everything, whether it be good or evil, it's going to come to you. It's coming up again. As Leo Daniel, this preacher, put out a sermon years, years ago, and the title of it was, It's Coming Up Again. And he was saying that whatever we plant, Whatever we do is coming back. And believers, I believe that. Now, uh, now I understand if you surrender your life to Christ, then your sins is cast in the sea. Amen. To remember them no more. You don't have to worry about standing before God. Now, to those of you that uh, want to sneak and do something, uh, and, and, and say, well, uh, you know, didn't nobody see me or whatever. 
whatever, then you're going to have to give an account to them sins after you come to Christ. You don't have to give an account of them before you come to Christ. You say, now, wait a minute, brother. Well, I ain't never heard of that. Now, I thought you said if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Yes, brother, where did it say that? And brother, we're still standing on that. But in 1026, uh, Hebrews 1026, say, for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth. Oh, after you know what you're doing, you know that that was sin. You know that you was wrong, okay? After you received the knowledge of the truth, there remained no more sacrifice for sin. So guess what? You got to pay for that. You're you going to have to pay for that yourself. And a lot of sin, I know we don't want to believe it, a lot of sin, uh, whether it be in the flesh or whether it be uh, spiritual, okay? I want you to get this. You're going to have to give an account of it. Oh, yeah, you got to. Uh, when you sin with your body, guess what? You reap benefit. It may not come up. The, the seeds don't come up right then. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. When I had an open heart surgery, when I had certain things done to me, I thank God that I was able to pay for them on this side. Because I didn't want to pay for it on the other side. Well, guess what? I I make sure that I repented for anything or whatever that I did. Because, see, you know what you did. Uh, we can fix it up and say what we will, say what we want, and act like we ignorant to it. But guess what? You know. Amen. You know. Don't come saying, God, if I did anything wrong... God forgive me. Come on now. You know what you did wrong. You know it. You you was full aware of it in the whole nine yards. Okay? And and but due to the fact that you your body go through things, it go through something that you planted late earlier. And then you reap the benefit. But because you are saved. Because you are uh, uh, going to inherit eternal life, see, your sins will not follow you. The Bible said that some men in Timothy, some men followed, some men's uh, sin followed them, some men's don't. In other words, they get ready, they get uh, uh, reap the benefit for sinning. And they pay for it and get it over with. It's gone. I, I often believe this, and I'm not not this. I can't go in the Bible and show it to you. But I'm saying what I saw in my few years, my little 46 years, I seen, now I ain't saying I'm saying 46 years. Don't nobody say I'm lying about my age. I'm talking about 46 years that I've been in the Lord. Okay, uh, March 76, okay? Now, 
Here's what I want to say, uh, what I was about to say. I've known people that did wrong, and they did wrong, and they knew they were saved. And then they got, they thought they got away with it. And I promise you, I've seen God put them down on a bed of affliction till they repented and they cried out, God, I'm sorry, I don't want to, I, I, I did this. God, take this away from me. And I believe, I truly believe that uh, God was giving them a, a, a mindset to clean them up. You see, you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven messed up. You got to enter into without sin in order to make it. So you got to, you can't be half-stepping. Now, I don't care what these other people are saying, and I'm not concerned about what they're saying. But you must be according to the word of God. Be ye holy even as your Father which is in heaven and also holy. Now, that doesn't mean you got to be in a Pentecostal church, folks. I'm not talking about what church you're a part of. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of folks that's in a Pentecostal church, the truth of the matter is they doing more than the other folk in certain cases, and I'm not trying to judge nobody. But what I am saying, I have seen this. I know my father in the ministry, I, I, I just was thinking about him, and he used to be in New York. And lo and behold, uh, he used to stay up there in New York a couple of weeks, then come down in Georgia. His wife was here and stay here a long weekend. Then he'd go back up to New York and stay up there a few more weeks, two or three weeks. So then he'll come back down. And, and I often thought, uh, bro, why are you not coming down here with your wife and whatever? Well, I asked him. He said, well, Brother Way, I'm trying to get somebody to get to church, and I got a system pastor, but they couldn't do it. Now, in my mind, not in my mind, I thought, uh, something shady. He don't want to cut uh, New York a loop. Not in my mind. Okay, and before he passed, he took sick, and he was went in the hospital and got left the hospital and got in what they call a rehab center, and so I uh, drove to New York to see him, and he's saying, "Bruh, I wish I was. I don't know why the Lord keeping me around." Man, I'm going through and this and that. I say, brother, you of all people uh, know that it must be something else you got to do or you got to repent. And if you can't do it or you can't repent for it, then you ain't going to check out of here. He said, because it's miserable, because I'm not used to it. He was kind of like Brother Way, used to going places and doing things. He wasn't used to sitting around, but he was in that, and he was crying out, pray for me, bro. And I kind of rebuked him at the time. I, Brother, no, no. 
I'm not praying for nothing. You need to do what you need to do. You need to, if somebody need to, either you need to witness to uh, something you need to repent for. And he said, okay, thank you. I was, I kind of felt bad because he was kind of, as I say, my spiritual father in the ministry. And lo and behold, I came on back to uh, Georgia, and two days later they said he was gone home. And, and I thought then he got it right. So what I'm saying, a lot of time you're going to pay for your sins either here because, see, the devil, I don't care what y'all say. I'm sorry. I, if you born of God, and I know I don't read it before, but I'm going to read it again. If you born of God, there is no way that the enemy can snatch you away. No, ma'am, I don't believe that. And you say, well, whether you believe it or not, brother, well, it will happen. I don't believe that. Now, see, some people are in this uh, category. Uh, it says, uh, uh, many will come in my name saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So some people's in the wrong, coming in the wrong name. And then over here in uh, uh, Matthews, no, I won't. Uh, yeah, I won't, Matthews. Uh, uh, it said, many will say in that day. Let me turn to it. Let me turn to it. Lord, Lord, uh, and shall not enter. And they will say, Lord, didn't we cast out devils in your name? Didn't we did many wonderful works in your name? Uh, let me read it right. Therefore, I ain't got the half quote. It says, uh, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, uh, which is in heaven. For many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not cast, uh, have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name uh, have cast out devils. Uh, and in, your, in thy name done many wonderful works. You see, now we would say that's a saved person, and the devil just took their soul. They just, no, ma'am, they wasn't saved. You know why? Because I believe God is stronger than the devil. I'm sorry. I don't think that, and the scripture backed me up. No man can uh, uh, pluck you out of the hands of the Lord. I believe that. But, uh, like I said, if you want to believe different, that's up to you. But I just believe you're going to either pay for your sins here. Uh, you say, well, Brother Ware, you been, you were sick, and you was this, and you was that. I sure did, because I had to pay too. I'm no exception. And I thank God that I'm living holy as we speak and before I was speaking. And I thank God not playing around, not sneaking around, not doing nothing. 
I don't have to justify myself with nobody. And the reason I don't have to justify because I'm obeying the word. Now, I on a Wednesday uh, in Carolina, we have Bible study at the library. And uh, at the library, as long as you ain't taking up money or whatever, and I'm not concerned about that, you can have uh, Bible study. And we had a few people's nice little group there last night. And, man, we got into uh, the teaching about uh, one of the persons said, well, he lost his son a year or so ago, a little over a year. And somebody else said, that, well, they lost a son, I believe. Then the brother said, well, he lost his uh, sister. And I just wondered, I just wondered whether yet because I thought they was, they was in the presence of God. That's what he said. Uh, no, that's what she said. And I think they was going to heaven. I said, well, no, that ain't what the Bible said. That's what people say in the church to make you feel good to make you think that uh, I want you to understand that they're walking around heaven in their golden shoes with their white robe on. But the Bible says no man have descended up to heaven, say he that came down. Uh, and, and then the sister uh, said to me, she said, but what about... Uh, uh, the Bible saying that the thief on the cross, I said, Jesus never did say, I'm going to take you to the place that prepared for me. He said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. Guess what? They've been looking for paradise, and they done went to the moon and trying to go to Mars. They still haven't found uh, uh, paradise. And you know why? Because God got flaming sword angels standing there that they cannot enter in. No, ma'am. No, sir. So the flaming swords will allow no man to find out where it was. But uh, it's just the same as anybody. Remember when he was trying to tell the people when Lazarus was dead, they thought on the natural. He said, finally said it to them so that they can believe that he was dead, okay? At first, he said, Lazarus is asleep. He tried to tell him, well, Lord, if he do sleep, he is good. And, you know, he don't need, need nobody to uh, wake him up. He can wake up himself. And, and, uh, and, and the deal was they was trying to make at a point that he was not asleep. And then finally he went and said what they said. Lazarus is dead, but I'm glad that I wasn't there so I can wake him up. I can call him. And, of course, even when he goes there, he meets Mary Martha, and all of a sudden she, uh, Martha, began to say, but wait a minute, if you hadn't have been here, I know he wouldn't have died. Why? Because they knew he was a healer. 
They had known that he had raised up the dead. They was very much aware of that. So since he know he had raised up the dead, they know this. So and they believe Jesus. Now listen to me. In a lot of things, we need to get our mind together, cause at times we don't believe Jesus. Don't care what the words say. We read what the words say, but uh, that ain't to us. That's to somebody else. Uh, that's to the, his disciples, and that's to whatever you come up with. But I want you to understand and know that we have to hold on to the Word of God. I'm telling you, it's a lot of things that I come in contact with that I'll say, hmm, I wonder what this and wonder what. No, I don't need to wonder. And the reason I say I don't need to wonder is because I know what the words say. So I need to accept the Bible for what the Bible's saying, not accept what somebody else and what what I think and what I feel. No, ma'am, no, sir. That ain't what I need to do. I need to search the Scripture. The Bible says, For in them ye think that ye have eternal life, and those are they that testify of me. Those people's, uh, those scriptures is what bring us to forefront. And I'm thanking God that the Lord is moving by his spirit. So guess what? I have lost uh, mother, father, uh, daughter, uh, not daughter, sister, and all in death. But I believe the scriptures, you all, quit buying into the myth. Now, the preacher will say one thing. Now, I'm not, I'm not condemned. I'm not talking about the preacher, okay? But I want to say this. I have to say this in order to get your understanding. The, the minister says uh, why he in the church, or oh, they're walking around heaven, they're testifying about that. They're testifying this. And, and, man, I was so excited about our Bible study on last night. And I really did. And I, I, was, finna, I was getting ready to uh, teach something else. But then I thought, no, I need to bring this to the people. So, anyway, um, in Matthews, and, and, and um, then I'll come back because my time almost up for the Break, but anyway, and Jesus, uh, uh, Matthew's, I'm sorry, Matthew's 24th chapter. And Jesus went out and, and departed from the temple, and his disciple came to him and for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things, verily I say unto you, there shall no, oh, listen now, there shall not be one stone uh, upon another stone that shall not be thrown down. 
And the uh, and as they sat upon the Mount Oliver, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, uh, when shall these things be? And what shall be the si- sign of your coming? And the end of the world. So, guess what? They was asking him uh, two, uh, three questions. And we're going to go on break, and after that, we'll come back, and we'll start from there. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we back. Yes, we are here today in the city. Amen. Question or comment? Uh, four four three five five eight six nine nine. Uh, we believe in the Lord, and those of you that uh, listening may not get us on that. You always can get me on. My phone, amen, and as I said, if you leave your name and number, I promise you I'll call you back within a 24-hour, except I done slipped into eternity. But I will make sure that happened. All right, let's get back to this because, like I said, I enjoyed the Bible study last night. That was a blessing to to me because of the, uh, questions and how we had to get into the scriptures to find out. And some of you might be in that thing. Some of you got loved ones that gone on to be with the Lord, and you wonder, well, did they make it happen? Did they do this? Did they do that? Don't worry about it. They are asleep. They are planted wherever they plant them. Wherever they throw the ashes, the ashes if they throw it in the water, it's going to come up out of the water. And I was telling, and uh, uh, I didn't want to be offensive, but I remember when I was a little boy, 
uh, these uh, white guys took and tied cement blocks on this man and throw them in Savannah River. And I, I remember that when I was a little fella and I, my daddy said, uh, well, that's because he was trying to do something. I don't know and all that, but what I'm saying, the Bible says in, the, in Revelation, the 20th chapter, that the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell both uh, deliver up the dead within them, and every man was judged according to their what was written in the book. And whosoever was not found written in the book, you was cast into the hope where we hope to get there. And then I let's see it. But anyway, the disciples asked the question, and probably they didn't want everybody to know. They saying, "Well, tell us when shall these things be." And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Okay? And then Jesus answered and says uh, unto them, Take heed, no man deceive you. Uh, Listen, it was a group. I'm not going to call the name because if I was told, Talking to you individual, I would tell you the group, but we understand we have listeners uh, even throughout the week may have the replay that might hear it, so I don't want to offend their uh, people. But if if I was talking to you, I'd tell you the name of the group. Two groups, matter of fact, they had dates set. Even though the scripture said, uh, don't be deceived, okay, many shall come in my name, first of all, saying, I am Christ. Now, they coming in the name of the Most High. They believe in, they are saying, they are, they're not saying they are Christ, they're saying Jesus is Christ. Remember when I, I read it, I said, uh, I, I read it, and uh, and me me reading it. Uh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> me reading it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I turned. I was trying to cut the person off, and I turned the camera and don't know how to turn it back. Okay, I see it. No, that is not it neither. But forgive me. Anyway, what I was saying is this. I was saying that uh, when, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. When he said, take heed, uh, uh, I'm going to get somebody to help and they'll get, get it back uh, like it's supposed to be. Forgive me. Anyway, uh, get this back on Facebook, brother. Forgive me. All right. Now, uh, what I was saying is, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right. What I was saying is that here's the problem, believers. 
we don't read the scripture. And when we don't read the scriptures, we don't know. We don't know. And, and, and the reason we don't know is that uh, we haven't studied. Okay? So here, here's what I'm saying. It says, uh, he asked three questions. Number one question is, uh, what, uh, number one question, when shall those things be? Number one, it was the temple, that one stone be thrown another. That was in 70 A.D. Now we still got two questions remaining. And he said, take, take ye nobody to see you. They come in the name of the Lord, saying, he is Christ. I promise you. It ain't saying that they are Christ, even though some dummies, uh, some uh, folks down said that. But I want you to know they are saying Jesus is Christ. Remember when I, I, I read it back over in Matthew, say they're going to come and say in the name of the Lord, uh, we, we cast out devils. Right. We did this. We did that. Uh, I and because they did this and did that, they was coming in the name of the Lord, believers. When people come in the name of the Lord, they can't deceive you if they came in the name of James Ware. No, they couldn't deceive you then. You know why? Because you'll say, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, not James Ware. He ain't, he ain't nobody. But now if, if I come and say, and this is what it said. Now, I'm, I know I don't read it, but I need to read it again. And I'm going to go to the other scripture then, surely. And the Lord, uh, many shall say, Lord, Lord, uh, shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, here's go, they say, many will say unto me in that day, haven't we uh, prophesied? Get this now. Somebody saying they prophesied. Guess what? The one that said you always go, especially in the Pentecostal church, best especially in 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 these church, they will tell you you thus says the Lord, like the Lord can't talk to you. They'll say thus says the Lord, even though God had to speak to you in a dream, believers, He can talk to you if you're living right. Now He will like, confirm something that you know about. And you already know about, but yet you are not being obedient. So he might confirm you through this. Okay, so they cast out devils and uh, prophesied in the name of the Lord. And then they went forth and cast out devils in the name of the Lord. They always talk about, I want to pray for you. I want, I bind this spirit. And, and they living in mess themselves. Tell me, I bind this, and I bind, how you going to bind the devil? You don't have the authority. If Jesus didn't bind the devil, what make you think that you can do it? I don't care what preachers say. I got the power. Come on. I don't think now one of them was as strong as uh, Jesus. No, ma'am. No, sir. Jesus did not bind the devil he just gave them the devil, the word of God, and then the devil have to uh, leave him alone because of the word of God. Now, now, let me go on because, I, like I say, I, I, I want to get through with this. So then it says, uh, 
For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. I'm telling you, folks, it's coming in the name of Christ and deceiving so many people. I, I'm serious about that. Why they are using that name of Christ? Because they want you to be a part of their church, because they want you to give money, and or they want you to have be a member there so the congregation could look bigger. All right. And and nations shall rise against uh, uh, nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. You see that on TV, all right? Uh, and and uh, famine in the land, and pestilence, okay, and earthquakes in diverse places. We already see that, but where I'm trying to get to. Because I'm trying to prove a point, believers, and my point is, I'm man, I, I'm running so, so far behind to prove this. I want to go to Corinthians, okay? First uh, Corinthians, uh, the 15th chapter, okay? First Corinthians, the 15th. I wish I can read the whole thing. I, I promise you, you need to read the whole thing, okay? Uh, and you read the whole thing, but uh, I'm going to read part of it. It says, so the resurrection of the dead is sown incorruptible and raised incorruptible. It is sown in dishonor. I'm sorry, I'm reading for the 42nd verse of the 15th uh, chapter uh, of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. And it's sown in dishonor and raised in glory. It is sown in weakness and it raised in power. It is sown a natural body and it raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Listen, when you die, the only thing goes back to God that give it is the breath of life. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care what you say about it. It's the breath of life. That his spirit goes back to God. They give it. Go back. And I ain't got time to do it. Go back and read Genesis after he had created man. In the image of God, in the image of God created he them, male and female. Guess what? He, the Bible say that he uh, blew, blew the breath of life in him. Man became a living soul. When the breath of life leaves him, man become a dead soul. And once, wherever you plant him or her, that's where they're going to remain. It is no time. I know some of you done had operations uh, and you done went up under anesthesia. Well, forget that. We're not going to even say anesthesia, um, but that would be a good example. They could cut all on you. They took my heart out from what they told me now. They took it out. They had to uh, uh, sew a veil that was in back of my heart. And sew it up. They wanted me to do a pig bell. I know. Uh-uh, y'all sew it up. If that don't wait, say, well, it might not last for 10 years. Well, guess what? It done last uh, 
20 years almost, okay? So, so, so what are you saying, Brother Well? Here's what I'm saying, that once you go into anesthesia, or once, forget anesthesia, let's do it sleep. If you went to bed at 12, 11, 12, I don't know, whatever time you go to bed, and I come up to you and tap you on the shoulder and say, can you tell me what time it is? You're going to say, no, I ain't I got to look at my watch or look at the clock. Why? Because you was conscious or you was not conscious of life. You was asleep. It's the same way when you die, even though my great-grandmama, my grandmama, whoever else, my great-great-great-great-granddaddy or whatever, they died, they stepped out of time, believers, and they stepped into eternity. I don't see the preachers telling people. And then here's the sad part. When they're in the church, they talk about they're walking around here, talking about ain't no pain, ain't no sorrow. And then they go to the grave site. When they go to the grave site, as God pleasing his own providence to take this brother or sister out of the world uh, waiting, this is what they say, every funeral you're going to go to it, you're going to hear waiting on the general resurrection that we all must stand before God. Well, why do they say one thing in the church and they say another thing at the grave? Because you never question it. They say things that make you feel good. All right. Uh, 15th chapter, please read the whole thing. The 15th chapter, and uh, I'm at the 51st verse. Because I'm on my own limited time. And time is just catching up when you're having fun. When you're excited about something, it gets catching up. And they're saying, well, you need to be quiet, brother. We're going to read. All right. I got you. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. At the trump of God. When you're going to be changed? At the trump of God. Everybody ain't going to be here. Some people's going to be here. All right? Some may not. I may not be here. Okay? But guess what? I will, in a moment of a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, when the last trump is sounded, for the trump shall sound, and the dead, shall rise incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Those of us or those of you that's left, you are going to be changed, all right? Uh, So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruptible, and this mortal shall put on immortality, all right, then shall uh, it be brought to pass, saying that is written, death, uh, where is uh, death? I'm sorry, I'm reading another, but forgive me. It says, and this as it is written, 
Death is swallowed up in victory. Or death, or death, where is thy sting? O gray, where is thy victory? For the stain of death is sin. Wait a minute. How can you say the stain of death is sin, Brother Ware? Even though I, I hear it in the Bible. But what are you talking about? Well, when we read Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life. Folks, I know we done heard this over and over. You're going to go to hell and burn forever and ever and ever. And that used to scare folks. And ever and ever and ever. Now, they mean to tell me God is a righteous and a just God. This person going to go to hell and spend forever and ever that they never really did uh, wrong. They just didn't know any better. But they never received the the most high because of the fact that it hadn't been presented to them. Listen, believers, here's where we get, well, let me go on because I've been on. It says, but thanks be to God uh, that give us a victory through our Lord and Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, okay, uh, he said, therefore, my beloved brethren, do, uh, be ye steadfast, unmovable, uh, always abiding in the works. For the Lord, for, for much, uh, okay, from the Lord, for say, as know that your labor is not in vain. Couldn't hardly see that because what my turn at with the Bible. But listen, people say, say, you don't have to give an account. You don't have to work. You got salvation free. You sure did. And I, matter of fact, let me go to it right quick. You, you say, uh, um, I got salvation free. So, Brother Ware, what, what, what you talking about? Why is I got that you telling me I got to work? I got to do this, okay? So we'll even give you the scripture, uh, if I can hurry up and get there, uh, uh, so you can say, no, you didn't have nothing to do. God prick your heart. And uh, I should have stopped at uh, Romans 6.23 while I passed there, because when I passed Romans 6.23, it tells you the wages of sin is death. That's what you get. That's what you earn. The wages of sin is death, okay? But the gift of God is eternal life. The, the, the Bible let us know that's when we get eternal life, when we receive Christ. But when you don't have Christ, guess what? You don't have eternal life. You're going to be judged and cast into the lake of fire. And the Bible says, well, I, I don't, the Bible says in Revelation, the 20th chapter, this is the second death. 
and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Yes, this is what happened. Uh, when you do not uh, do that which God has pricked your heart. He pricks your heart, folks, not James Ware. When you hear me and you hear what the word is saying, it's God that brings forth the conviction. It's God that do the works in you that you, uh, I don't even forget what I spoke been looking for. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know what I, uh, but anyway, I think it was, uh, but anyway, uh, here's what I'm saying. You that are born of God, you that are born of God should know that you're going to live forever and you're going to have a mind to do forever, okay? But that person that's not born of God, they're going to die. They're going to die a second death. And they're going to die departing from God. Now, Satan told Eve that lie way back in the scriptures. Way back, he told her, you will not surely die. Oh, no. You can eat of the fruit and you can live forever. You ain't going to die. No, no, no. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life. We can't get nothing. We can't get eternal life. The only way you can get eternal life is making Jesus the Christ Lord of your life. Somebody say, yeah, oh, you telling me that can't nobody be saved through any other thing except you recognizing the word of God. You may call him something else. <clears throat> you may call him Yahshua Hamashiach. You may call him Yah. You may call him uh, Emmanuel. You may call him all those names, just like certain people's call me different names. But that don't change the fact. That does not change the fact what is my real name. What is my name? And then once I see, I, I, I have to deal with the document. I have to deal with my real name. Whether they call me this or whether they call me that, I answer to it. But guess what? On the day of judgment, I answer to my real name. And that's what is going to happen. Now, if you are believing God, if you are believing God, you got to realize, believers, this ain't the only, uh, uh, I think, uh, Romans 623, uh, 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 it, will, it, will, it will validate that it's by works. After you get saved, you don't say, you don't work because to get to heaven. No, ma'am. No, sir. You don't. You don't work to get to heaven. You work in order that you are saved. And the Bible said in Revelation, the 20th chapter, it says, uh, let me get it right quick. I think I got a couple of minutes. Uh, uh, Revelation, the 20th chapter. Uh, 
it says, uh, and I saw the small and great stand before God, and a book was opened, which is the book of, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look at my time and see what is, what, how much you got, and I ain't got nothing. All right, let me go and read this right quick. And I saw the small, dead, and great stand before God, and another book was opened, and another, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which was written in the book according to their works, folk. Don't forget that according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in them, and death and hell uh, deliver up the dead which was in them. Please go on and read it. Or if you need a more understanding, I'm sorry I let my time pass by. Father, we ask you to bless these people, bless those that heard the word, bless those that are going to hear the word. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Listen, you can reach me by dialing 404-293-7557. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem that you think you have. All you need is more faith. In my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a